we've been in this series for the last few weeks called Who You Bringing? And we've been challenging you guys uh, as we end summer and get into the beginning of school to understand why evangelism is important and, uh, and that if we have been, Bianca, if we have been, right? If we've been, like, affected by the story and the person of Jesus, then we should want to share that with other people. Right? And last week, Colin talked to you guys about like why we need to do that. And the main focus of last week was look, if you have been captivated by Jesus, if you've been changed and captured by the gospel, and you know that you've been brought out of death and sin into life and grace and forgiveness, man, that's the only motivation you need to share with other people. Because when you understand how important it is when you've been radically changed, then you'll want to share it with other people. You'll want them to be changed as well, right? You guys, you guys with me on that? As believers in Christ, we know that we've, we've got a gift and we have a life that non-believers don't have, right? And we should want to share it with people. And so for tonight and then next week, we want to wrap up this series with this idea of like, who do we share with? And then how. Next week, we're really going to focus on the how. We're going to probably spend some time. We've got this featured resource that we've been kind of, we haven't taught out of it, but a lot of the ideas we have for this series have come from this book. Next week, we'll look at some practical things that come from this book. We have a few of them left for sale if you want one. They're only $5, but this is a great way for you to know, like, how do you turn? It's called Turning Everyday Conversations into gospel conversations. And it's a really practical tool for you to know when your friend comes to you and they've got something going on in their life, how you can start to turn that into a conversation about Jesus. All right? So tonight, that's, we're going to be talking about kind of the who. Who should we share with? But before we do that, before we get into tonight, I thought we'd uh, do kind of like a little game, okay? I'm going to show you a picture of a person and then I just want to know how many of you know who that person is, okay? If you know who that person is, you can raise your hand or say, say their name, okay? So let's check out this first one. How many of you guys know who this person is? Okay, how many of, hold on, let's, how many of you don't know who this person is? That didn't work as well as I thought it would. You guys don't know who that, okay, good, good for you guys, good, good, good. I'm sure most of you are lying, but good, all right? All right. Most of us know who that person is. She's pretty famous, okay? That is Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. You can go ahead and go to the... Matthew, go to the next slide. That's Kim Kardashian. Kim... Yeah, I know you know. Everyone knows that. Shh. Yeah, west. North. East. Blue. All right? Um, Kim Kardashian has... Listen, shh, 146 million Instagram followers. That, don't do that again. Cool, cool. I guess you guys can look at that screen. Okay, look back there. That'll, yeah, thank you. All right, uh, let's see the next person. How many of you guys know who this person is? It's right there. All right. Okay, it, 
No, you don't, I'm not like, you're not going to win a prize for knowing who it is. Daphne, go sit down. All right. That is Ninja. I don't think that's his birth name. Probably not. He has 12 million followers on, he used to be on Twitch and now he's on Mixer. All right. It's a video, shh. It's a streaming video game like platform where, listen, listen, all of you that are so excited about seeing Ninja on the screen, let me explain something to you. This is how big of a nerd you are, okay? That guy plays video games and you watch him, okay? All right? 12 million people, they don't even play the games themselves. When I was your age, it was like the nerds were the kids playing the video games. Now... It's the kids watching someone else play video games. And they're like, oh, Ninja's so cool. I love him. Ninja makes over a million dollars a year. By doing, like they call him an athlete. ESPN talks about him. He's on ESPN for doing this. Is he on PC? Okay, you're hurting your cause right now, trust me. All right? Okay, let's go on to the next one. This one might be a little bit tougher. How many of you guys know who this guy is? Oh, all right. We found the right demographic. Okay. They're like, huh? I know, I know. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hey. There is hope for your generation. Kim Kardashian who? Zach King? Hey. Girl, you know, we, we know what she does. But guy who just like magically jumps out of a pool in a video? It's awesome. Um, yeah, he does like uh, Instagram videos and stuff where he does like, it's kind of magic, kind of weird stuff, all right? And uh, yeah, okay. The next person to correct me unnecessarily can leave. Is he on Instagram? Thank you. I know he's on Instagram because he has 21 million Instagram followers. Who said his magic tricks are fake? They're all, all magic tricks are fake. What? You think there's some magicians that can actually be like, poof, magic. What is wrong with you kids? No, no, I don't buy it. I don't think he's really magic, man. I, I saw him hold up a poster of a bird, and then he dropped it, and the bird was in his hand. It's not real. The bird was just taped to the back of the poster. <laughs> he just caught it as it fell. Oh my gosh. And the girls that are like, no, his magic tricks are real. It's, they really mean like he's real cute. All right. Shh. <laughs> um, okay, there's another one. Let me know if you know who that is. Oh 
I'm learning a lot about these guys right now. Okay, I heard you. I heard you. Shh. That's poo die pie. Okay, listen. He is the first person, the first single person to have over 100 million YouTube subscribers. That's crazy. That's a lot. Okay, shush. Shh. Okay, there's one more. This one's going to be harder. I'll be surprised if any of you guys know who this person is, okay? Shh. Go ahead. Does anyone know who that is? No. Shh. Shh. Okay. Quiet. Girls. Eighth graders, you guys know better than that. Set the example. Don't act like sevies, okay? What? Did I say something you guys don't say all day at school? I can start saying things, some other stuff you guys say at school, but then you'll tell your parents and I'll get fired. I'm at the school. I, I hear you guys. I sneak around. I hear you guys. Go sit down, please. All right. Shh. It's not. It's not. Listen. Okay, that girl's name, that was kind of a trick one. She, she is well-known, but not like those other people. Her name is uh, Grace. It looks like it says Villarreal. It's actually pronounced Bijareal because she's from Spain. All right? Shh. She has 575,000 Instagram followers. Do you guys know who Alex Rodriguez is, the baseball player? Yeah, he doesn't have that many Instagram followers. It's kind of bizarre. And then she also has 875,000 YouTube subscribers, all right? So those people are all well-known for nothing. I mean, Kim Kardashian, she's, she's nothing, right? Like, it's just she's made a brand out of nothing, okay? Those guys play video games, and people watch them play video games. The guy, Zach King, he's probably the only one with, like, kind of a talent, Right? Because he's magic. <laughs> Grace, all right, this, is a, this was a trick. Uh, I put Grace in there because Grace is actually my friend, but she's well known in Spain uh, because she just does like makeup tutorials and like post pictures of what she's wearing. And then, yeah, no, no, just her, all right? Um, in fact, uh, listen up. Her husband uh, is my best friend and was the best man in my wedding. So there's a picture of, of uh, all of us together. There's me and my wife and Grace and Jacob, uh, who my son is named after. All right? Um, so here's the thing, guys. What do all of those people have in common? See, this, you, guys, you guys need to, like, settle down a little bit because you spent, like, 15 minutes on the intro, okay? So we still got stuff to get to. They're all what? They're all well-known. What, what, what is that kind of person called now? There's a term for it. 
famous know, celebrities know. It's like someone who doesn't actually do anything, but people care what they say. They are an influencer, all right? They are an influencer, okay? Have you guys, listen, shh. Have you guys heard this term before, an influencer? Yeah, okay? Yeah, they're influencers, but for what reason? They don't really do anything, all right? Even my friend Grace, I love Grace. I don't know why over half a million people watch her put on makeup. I don't. I don't get it, okay? Listen, Grace and Jacob, listen, they have... They have kids, two girls. There are fan accounts on Instagram for their kids. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Why? That doesn't make any sense to me, right? They're influencers. And so what that means is that for no reason, people care what they say and what they do, right? Kim Kardashian, like, changes culture, her opinions, and her husband's opinion changes our world. They have the ability to influence our political outlook. They influence what people buy. They influence how people talk. They influence music. They're influencers. But the reality is, and what I want us to talk about tonight, and, and no, it might not be on the same scale as someone who has over 150 million Instagram followers, but what we want to talk about tonight, girls, is that we all have influence. You can fill that in. That's your first filling. We all have influence, Right? When we say influence, you guys know what we mean, right? When, when you have influence with someone, it's like they are motivated to listen to you. They, they, that your opinion or the way that you behave changes them. They care how you act, how you carry yourself, how you dress, and they might try to imitate you. Go ahead and turn the sound off on your phone. That's embarrassing, Right? We all have an influence with the people around us. Every single one of us. You might not feel like it, but you do. Check out what this uh, passage in Matthew 5 says about the influence that we as believers have. Now, this is kind of an odd passage, so I'm gonna, we're going to read it together, and then I'm going to kind of explain it to you. But Matthew 5 says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. What does that mean? Exactly. I'm going to explain it to you. You are the salt of the earth. What does that mean, to be the salt of the earth? What's happening here is that Jesus is talking to believers, all right? He's talking to a group of believers, and, and what you need to know is that salt was very valuable back then. Not, it's not as valuable now because we have refrigerators and freezers and things like that. So we just use salt to, you know, make our food taste a little bit better, make popcorn good, you know. But 
before we had refrigerators and freezers and other things, salt was used to preserve things and to keep things clean, right? You could actually pack salt all the way around meat and it would keep it preserved and clean and it would keep like bugs and stuff out. Salt was super valuable and one of the most valuable things that it did is, was, is was that it kept things purified. Salt was used as a purifier. In fact, I got a little bit uh, curious about what this passage means. It's off again. It's okay. We don't have any more pictures. All right? I was like, what does this passage mean? And so it talks about uh, salt uh, being used to purify things. And when Jesus is telling us that we are the salt of the world, he says uh, that we are meant as believers to bring purity to the world. As believers, it's our job to step into a world that is full of sickness and unhealth because of sin and to bring purity to it. The way that we do that is through our example, through telling people about Jesus, through getting other people to know about Jesus, right? So when he says that we are the salt of the earth, what he's telling us is your job is to share the truth with people so that they can be purified as well. And, and then when it goes on to say, if it loses its taste, it's no good. And what he's saying here is, look, look, if you're a believer, if you profess to believe in me, but you're not living that out, you're not living as a believer, you're not following what the Bible says, you're not following my words, then you're no good. A believer who doesn't live out their faith in Jesus is no good. And, and Jesus even says, you know, that it's just to be thrown out and trampled under feet. Because when salt would go bad, if it got contaminated, then it couldn't be used to purify things anymore, obviously. It was contaminated, right? If it got bugs in it, you couldn't use it to purify things. So the only thing that that salt could be used for was they'd throw it out in, in fields where they needed to kill plants. I don't know. That's weird, but that's what I learned. Right? So we as believers, Jesus is saying, like, your job is to bring purity to the world. And if you fill yourself with corruption, if you fill yourself with contamination, you're not living pure the way that I've made you pure, then you're just no good. The only thing you're good for is to bring death like the rest of the world. That's kind of a weird verse. But the idea is that we all have a job to do. We all have influence. And Jesus is calling us to use that influence to change other people's lives. So if we all have influence, how do we use it? You know? How do we influence people? What does that look like? Well, a few things. First, we influence by example. You can fill that in. You influence people by example. All right? By our example. We live the way that we should live. That's the purifying salt that Jesus is talking about. If we profess to be a believer in Christ, then we live the way a Christ follower should live. Does that mean that we're perfect and we're going to be free from sin for the rest of our life? No. But because of God's grace, we come back to him and we repent. Part of being a Christ follower is understanding that you need his grace and his forgiveness daily. But we live that out. 
Check this out. Read, read this. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> oh, no, it's on your outlines. You guys can read this along with me. 1 Timothy 4.12. All right, we're going to read this together. Because I want you guys to, like, internalize this verse. This is a good verse for you guys to know. Okay, here we go. Don't let anyone think less of you. Are you guys reading? I didn't hear you. Good. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you, in how, the way you, in your, your, and your. Now we're getting the hang of it. All right. Don't let people look down on you because you're young. We talked about that a few weeks ago. That we have a role to play in the church, and it doesn't matter your age or your spiritual maturity, but as believers in Jesus, we have a role to play to tell other people about Jesus. Right? That passage goes on to say, be an example to all believers. Underline or circle all believers. All believers. Chris, underline or circle all believers. We're to be an example to everyone, regardless of our age. Right? Some of you guys are in seventh grade. You're, you know, what, like 12 years old. 11, 12, 13, whatever. And you might feel like people look down on you because, man, you're just a kid, you know? But, but the Bible's telling us, don't let anybody look down on you. Rather, be an example in the way that you love people, in the way that you live, in the things that you say. When you're at school, are you an example of who Jesus is and the things that you say? Do you speak to people in a way that lets them know that you're a good example of who Jesus is. The next thing that we need to know, fill this in, is that influence is intentional action rather than passive living. That's kind of a long, uh, a long one without having the screen working, but it's back there if you need to see it. Intentional action, not passive living. Influence is intentional action rather than passive living. Intentional action means that we're doing it on purpose. We're purposeful in the way that we influence people. We're purposeful in the way that we live. We think about the things that we do, the way we conduct ourselves, the words that we say, the way that we love other people. Because we intentionally and on purpose want to influence people to get to know Jesus. Passive means you just let things happen to you. You just let things come. Right? Some of you guys are passive in school. And you just think, I, I'll just show up and I'll get what I get. Right? That was me. That was me too, Gracie. It was awesome. I graduated high school. You know? I got a job. <laughs> Passive just means you, you just kind of sit back and let life happen around you. So to influence people, man, we have to be intentional. We have to live our lives on purpose. There is no way that you can like go to school and never tell any of your friends that you're a Christian or that you go to church and then all of a sudden, you know, and just expect that like, they're going to know Jesus because of you, all right? 
If you're not intentional about the way that you live, you're never going to have a friend walk up to you or even a stranger. You're not going to have a stranger or anybody walk up to you and be like, hey, I don't know you. I don't know what your religion is, but will you pray with me to accept Christ because you just seem like you could. You guys get that? Do you get it? You want me to explain it to you? Okay. Wait. You said you got it, and then you said you wanted me to explain it to you. I don't know what to do at this point. Okay. There's no way that if you don't tell anybody about Jesus, they're going to come up to you and be like, hey, you got it now. Okay, all right. Okay, so there's a lot of different ways that we live purposefully or intentionally, but I want to give us a few that are important, okay? Here's, this, these aren't on your outlines, but you can write these in. These are three very important things that, ways that we live to be intentional. We need to live with honesty authenticity, and humility. We live with honesty, authenticity, and humility. And basically what I mean by that is that you guys have heard the phrase, you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? That that's how you live. If you talk about being a Christian, then that's how you live, right? You don't say one thing and then live another. You don't let friends know that, man, I believe in Jesus, and then you go, you're like cussing with them and stuff, right? How many of you feel a little convicted? Yeah. <laughs> man. Right? You live with honesty and authenticity. You, you, you are who you say you are. You set the right example of who Jesus is. And with humility, you live in a way that people know that, man, I like the way you live, and I know it's because of Jesus, not because you want attention. Right? We live honest, authentic humble lives. And then last fill in, guys, influence requires relationship. Influence requires relationship. That's what's so bizarre to me about these Instagram influencers. Because people, like, change their lives based on someone they don't know. Right? I mean, my friend Grace, there's, like, people that, I mean, I get, like, girls, you guys like makeup and, like, it's important to you guys or whatever. Like, I don't get it. It's cool that you like it, whatever. But, like, that people, people buy certain brands of makeup just because she's like, you should. I mean, Spice Adams does like Chick-fil-A, though, so that helps me out. I was eating Chick-fil-A before I knew about spice, though. I should have put spice up on that list. Ahaha. Uh, um, <laughs> you guys don't know who that is. Right? Influence requires relationship. All those people, all those people, listen to me. Shh. 
all those people, man, they're famous on, on Instagram or whatever, but they don't actually have relationship with their followers. They don't actually have true influence in their lives. At least I hope they don't. Right? Influence requires relationship. All those people in all those pictures that I showed you, you know who had the most influence in my life of all those people? Oh, as I was thinking about that, I just now realized I should probably say Susan, but prior to Susan. <laughs> it was my friend Jacob. Most influence in my life. Certainly was not poo-poo pie. Duty pie? Make a doo-doo pie. I love you. Um, shh, because we had a relationship. We're friends. I learned more about having a relationship with Jesus at a difficult time in my life because of Jacob. I was there for him when he walked through crisis in his life. We've been there for each other. So much so that I named my son after him. Who? I thought you said who. I was going to say Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we had relationship with each other, we had an influence in each other's lives. He and Grace, they live in Spain. They flew from Spain so that Jacob could be in my wedding. Right? They live halfway around the world, but we see each other like once every three years in person. But when we do, it's like being reconnected with that best friend. It's almost like he never left. We still have influence in each other's life because we have relationship with each other. This is what it looks like in the early church in Acts chapter 2. It says, Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Man, every day more were saved. Why? Because they had relationship with each other. They had influence in each other's life. Right? More people have become followers of Jesus... This is going to, this will be like a thanks Captain Obvious moment, but more people have become followers of Jesus after he died than while he was just walking around alive. Jesus had influence in people's life. He had, he had relationships with people. I'm not a believer because I know Jesus one-on-one -on -one as a human. I met Jesus because of the people that had influence in my life. People like Jacob, my dad, my grandpa, my pastors growing up. That's, why I know, that's how I know who Jesus is. Because they set the example and they had influence in my life. And the same is true for you guys, unless you're like super lucky and Jesus like popped out of your closet one day and was like, hey, I'm Jesus, you should believe in me. Right? We have relationship with people. We have influence in people's life. And because of that, we're an example of who Jesus is. 
we show them who Jesus is in the way that we live, or we show them a bad example of our version of Jesus. If we're not living with honesty or authenticity, if we're living for ourselves, then, man, people are going to get the wrong idea about Jesus. We show them a false view of him. So my challenge for you guys this week, I want to leave you guys with a question. What is your influence teaching people about Jesus? What is your influence teaching people about Jesus? The influence that you have in your friend's life when you go to school, what are they learning about Jesus because of you? Do they know anything about Jesus? Or do they know that you're a hypocrite? Or do they know that you like Jesus when your parents are around? Do you cave to the pressures of the other people around you? What is your influence teaching people about Jesus. Tomorrow when you go to school, every move you make, every breath you take, Jesus will be watching you. (laughs) Oh, can't you see? Okay. (laughs) No, seriously though, everything that we do influences people and how are you influencing them are you influencing them for the good or are you influencing them for the bad all right let me pray for you guys and that's your challenge for this week i want you to think of that as you head out of here head to the resource counter buy this book buy a shirt get a sticker buy a soda make your mom mad okay let's pray heavenly father god we thank you for tonight god we love you so much and uh We are just so thankful uh, that we get to be in this place. And so tonight, God, would we just be challenged to to live in a way that shows people who you are, the true you. Um, God, we know that we are are flawed, we're sinful, and uh, and we're not perfect. Um, But Jesus, would you just fill those gaps um, and and just shine through us so that people can, can come to know you and can come to experience your salvation and know your grace and your forgiveness. God, we love you. Uh, be with all these guys uh, and uh, give us a great week. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.